Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod! What's happening, dude? Man, I tell you what, brother. And still no Richard. Hour two and still no Richard. I'm telling you. I'm getting a little worried about this mm-hmm. guy. Richard, him. you're going to find yourself on the side of a milk carton mm. if you don't come on in. Get replaced. That's a demerit. <laughs> That's a write-up. So we're talking about car names, and we talked about how some of, some of your favorite cars got their name. Which is interesting. Yes. But how about bad car names? Hmm. Wait, you mean like Malibu? I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. I will kick you in the teeth. I'm, I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself on that one. <laughs> you mean like Caprice Station Wagons? Oh, no, I think it's just Caprice, actually. And then, you know, that's an interesting one, because what the hell is a Caprice? I don't know. I'm going to have to Google that. You talk. I'm going to Google. <laughs> so, you know, you're talking about bad car names. I got to thinking about some of them. Like, they're sitting around, and they said, hey, Subaru's like, let's make a mini El Camino, mm-hmm. but we're going to call it the Brat. Why would you want to own a vehicle called a Brat? Uh, you know, that's a good point. I mean, I just I can think of so many better names for it than that. So many better names than that. Oh, absolutely. Hang on one second. I'm I mean, the Brat is just, I mean, wow. I mean, it don't even sound good. No, I mean, like, hey, what kind of car would you like to buy? A Brat? How about the Suzuki Esteem? I think you need to esteem to greater things than. Well, I think I think I think if self-esteem is an issue, that's not the car for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just not a sexy. It's not a sexy vehicle, and the name just don't help it either. Um, I'm trying to find the name Chevy Caprice. The what does it mean? I'm trying to find that because I mean, it's like the name Hummer. Yeah, well, uh, where are we at with that? Well, actually, it was derived from a military thing, but the name. I mean, it's just. You know what I mean? Just uh, it can be taken too many different ways. You, how about the Ford Probe? You know, I really. I actually read an article on that one time about the Ford Probe, and you know, th- this was the, in the late '80s. NASA was doing all the space probes, and that's kind of where they got the idea to use that name. It's trying to be all high tech. Really? Yes, but it just sounds like something the doctor's going to do to you. It does, or an alien, or yeah, it, or, it does it, not sound good. You at do all. get the occasional alien. So, but then you got some names that are kind of <clears throat> kind of controversial. Hang on, I found the meaning behind Caprice. Oh Lord! And evidently, Caprice, like GM, didn't have a meaning behind it, but it has a meaning, and this ain't good for me. First of all, if you use it as a name, it's a female gendered name. Secondly, the meaning of Caprice of Caprice is impulsive change of mind. It's French or Italian, like French and Italian background. This is, uh, I don't even know how to relate that to a vehicle. I don't know. It's just bad. Uh, it's, yeah, it don't, it don't sound good. Mm. Not, not good at all. Yeah, well, pretty much most Caprices don't sound good. Just Mine caprice. does. 
only because it's got a motor that's not from a Caprice in it. Oh, I'll agree with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, anyway, so back. so we're back to this. And some of these car names are controversial. Like? How about a Dodge Dart Swinger? <laughs> now, so, free loving <laughs> is pushing Dodges now. Oh, yeah. I mean, you think about it as a swinger. Uh, the old Dodge free loving. I mean, but you know what I mean. I mean, I mean, you got. I mean, and this was like you know the seventies, which I'm understanding is a little more lax back then, but still. Oh well, swinging was probably in full effect back How then. How about if they'll never come out like they've came out with a dart? They will never make a swinger edition new dart. No, Lord, you would have them protesting in the streets. Uh huh. That's hilarious. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I mean, you know, like the Demon, I'm shocked they came out with that. Well, back in the seventies, you know, there was the Dodge Demon. Yeah, and and I mean that one's not too too bad. In the seventies, they even had a little cartoon devil on the side. No, of them and all I that, mean, but you know what? There's nothing, now they the, make it real sadistic now, but, but back then it was kind of. Yeah, uh, I agree. You know what? There's nothing wrong with Satan, but a little free loving can't have that. Uh, how about the Chevy Citation? <laughs> it's sure you're going the to Chevy, get one if you Chevy, get pulled over. The Chevy ticket. Yeah, the, the Chevy you got pulled over and got a ticket. That's yeah, it. I mean the Citation wasn't a sexy automobile anyway. But, I mean, and this is one, I mean, I was actually Googling some of this stuff. How about a Studebaker dictator? Mm. That's just not a good name. Mm. Hey. What are you drawing? Rod, is that your dictator outside? <laughs> no, that would be, uh, yeah, it's a dictator. Yeah. Um, the Ford Escort. This kind of hurts my heart a little bit. Because <laughs> odds are you're going to probably have to pick one up if you drive a Ford Escort. But you know what I mean. <laughs> But, I, I mean, you know, Escort was originally, it is so funny, the write-up they had on this. This is the funny thing about Escort. If you're driving one of these bargain-based front-wheel drive sedans, um, you can't. You probably can't afford an Escort either. So, that's horrible. It's, it's, you like, in life, you only get to have one Escort, either a, an Escort as we know it or a Ford Escort. Well, that also, now, the original meaning of the Escort was a small ship that led big ships in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just okay. saying. Although so, they're taking it in another way that we probably shouldn't talk about on here too much. So, but. so what Ford is saying is they want this car to lead their pack. Yes, that's that. Not, I want to tell you something. That's not what about, I would stick out front. I'm, well, I mean, keep in mind they're Ford, so not me. is going to be in the front. <laughs> but sorry, I had to take that shot. That was a good one. Almost um, got me. That was a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. We got another one. How about a Ford Festiva? They got a damn thing festive about a Festiva. No, it's, it's a party car. It's something all right. Have you ever like? Have you ever owned one, drove one, or rode I've, one? I've seen one up close. That's it. All right. So flashback, circa I don't know, to or nineteen ninety eight ish. One of my older brothers actually had a Festiva. All right. My dad, God rest his soul, is a six foot eight man. And at the time, he was very, very, very north of 400 pounds. But, I mean, when you're 6'8", you can carry that. I want, I want, I want to scream a, uh, a salute to the Festiva. My dad could get in that car and drive it. With room. Comfortably. I ain't going to say was that. He, was he sitting in the back seat? or It was kind of like a high tower moment from Police Academy. But, I mean, no, my dad actually, it was funny. One day, I don't know. My mom's car was in the shop. I don't know the details. Anyhow, my parents, my mom and dad got in this car. My mom drove. I sit in the back seat of this Vestiva, and they took me to school. I kid you not. 
I, I mean, it's amazing. Now keep mine as an elementary school at the time, but yeah, thirteen inch wheels, keep them clean. But I mean, you know, they had the what a little three cylinder in them. No, they weren't three cylinder. They had a four cylinder. Okay, four cylinder, but it was a little one. Yeah, they shoved the motor up front, and the rest of the car was where you sat. Yeah, there was no cargo room, nothing. But it was not a party in that thing. I promise you. No, 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 no parties in it. How about no? How about a Volkswagen thing? And these cars are extremely collectible now. But just that name. What do you call it? A thing. What do you drive? That thing over there. That thing. Well, that was the coolest part, though, is that's how you could answer. What do you drive? That thing. That thing. That that thing right over there. I don't know. I I like the Volkswagen things, especially some of the custom ones they've built. When them things are slammed down, they're bad news. Slammed down, Porsche wheels, a little bit of stance life going on. It's absolutely amazing. Any Volkswagen slam down is amazing. Oh, absolutely. Bus, bug, thing, Carmen Ghia. And, and Boy, there's a sexy one of those at Caffeine and Octane, too. I'm a Porsche wheel fan on them, too. Oh, yeah. I the love, little Porsche wheels on there. Oh, yeah. I love the Porsche wheels on them. That makes one to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just sets it off. And I don't care. I'll look at 200 bugs, and if they all got Porsche wheels on them, I'll be happy. Oh, yeah. I love <laughs> I mean, nothing beats a big headlight bug. Sitting on Porsche wheels. Stanced out even. I'm, oh, I'm okay with the you know, tilted-in rear wheels. Well, on. I mean, that's kind of how they rock. I mean, well, that's that's kind of how they have to lower yeah, them. That's kind of works. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Well, actually, they've got them now where they're not as bad. Yeah. they got it where you can adjust them out. But I don't know. I'm kind of old school. I like my stance life. You know, I, I'm not. You know, the modern movement on stance cars is kind of crazy. But when it comes to a bug, tilt them back wheels. I it's don't the, care. It's the original stance, right? Yeah. Tilt them back wheels. Turn them up. I don't care. I tell you what else I don't care is these commercials. They keep coming. Absolutely. No matter what you think. Absolutely. Guys, stay tuned. We got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WOR. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Man, I tell you what's happening. We're talking about car names this week. Yeah. And we've covered... How the cars got their names. We've covered some of the worst car names. Now, there's some bad ones. And I got a good one that nobody has listed. <laughs> the Hyundai Excel. I think that's the dumbest name ever. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Because you are not excelling in your career path rocking a Hyundai. Kind of like a Tercel. Kind of like a Tercel. <laughs> but this one's an Excel. <laughs> Excel. <laughs> the... Uh, but now, how about the cool car names? And there's some really cool ones out there. Like Sometimes, Chevy Caprice. Not even close. No. Yeah, that's pretty. I think it's Spanish for loser. Delta 88? Even worse. It, is, it actually is worse. Yeah, that one is. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll that, agree that, with that's that. That's horrible. It's like. Uh, it's shadow time, buddy. It's just bad. <laughs> shadow time, little buddy. <laughs> oh, oh man. I tell you, if I drove a Delta 88, I would want somebody to put a pillowcase over my head. You, you know, know, that one's not bad. And then you get any newer than that, and it goes, it goes all to hell. I don't know. Any newer than that. And, and that one, I done told you in the parking lot, that pug nose on that thing's hideous. But any newer than that, and it starts getting real bad. But, you know, and then you got your car. You got the Malibu. You know what I think about when I think about Malibu? What's that? <laughs> A beach? Nope. <laughs> A Miley Cyrus song. Really? <laughs> I just had to. It's horrible. Millennial. No, I think about the rum, and I think about how drunk you have to get to even want to drive that piece of crap. No, I'm just kidding. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. You have people protesting in the parking lot. <laughs> well. So, 
But you know, sometimes the names are even cooler than the cars. Yeah. Like you get like a, like if they put as much effort in the name as they if they put as much effort in the car as they did the name, like the car would be phenomenal. <laughs> and like some and this is a road and track list, and you know sometimes All right, so our opinion road and track get a little off. Before you start naming off on this list, what is your favorite car name or car that you had as far as the name goes? Hmm. I like the Malibu SS thing. I, I, I think it's a little different. It does good in hashtags. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, I think in 1964 when it came out with it, it really wasn't the whole idea behind it. But uh, <laughs> the uh, I get a lot of California people liking my stuff all of a sudden <laughs> for some reason. It's crazy. I don't get it. But uh, I, I don't know. Just you know, just I like the SS tag behind anything. But I think the car, just the SS, was a dumb idea. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it was a awesome car. It was an okay car, but, but you should have called it a Malibu SS because yeah. that's basically what it was. Yeah. Um, my my favorite named car, I like long name cars. So the Oldsmobile Delta eighty eight Indy Pace car is pretty cool. But my favorite was my nineteen eighty two Datsun two eighty ZX Turbo by Nissan. Yeah. That was my favorite, just because like, good lord, goodness gracious. <laughs> so. Cool car names. Cool car names. The Austin Martin Vanquish. Absolutely. Or the Aston Martin yeah. Vanquish. That's a cool name. Yeah. That's like I hold a pinky up when I say that. Yeah, like you sipping fine wine when you're talking about Vanquish. The Dodge Demon. Duh. That's that that's a cool that was a cool name on the old demons. That's it's just cool now. Yeah, I mean it's it's very sinister. I mean it delivers a message and so does the new demon. This one right here is one me and you would probably have named. <laughs> the Ferrari 812 Super Fast. <laughs> well, what, what do we call it? We call it Super Fast. What do we, what, Rob, what are we going to call that car? I mean, man, it's quick. I mean, it's stylish. It's Super I mean, Fast. I mean, yeah, it's Super How about the Super, super fast? fast? I mean, it works, you know? I mean, <laughs> of course, the Ford Mustang. That name fits that car. I could imagine the Mustang being called anything other than a Mustang. Grown up Pinto? No, mm-hmm. because it was out before the Pinto. So it's the I Pinto's know. daddy. Um, you know, going back to the super fast. What did you drive? Oh, not a super fast car ever. The AMC Javelin. See, this I is one. Is. This is one where the name is cool, but the car is not down. so much. You can probably throw a Javelin farther than the actual car. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't or know. quicker. I've, I don't know. I mean, you got to think about it. You know, it was this car's in the running with the Mustang and the Camaro, so it's definitely a cool name, aggressive name. You know what? I'm not even really but big it's not on a the, sexy car. I'm not even really big on the name of Javelin. Oh, it's different. It is that. Yeah, it's definitely different. This is a very fitting one, the Buick Roadmaster. Oh, absolutely, because that, that that's a hot name, especially for the big Buick. Yeah, I was about to say, the heavier it got should be the Buick Roadmaster. <laughs> exactly. Or the king of the road. Yeah. But yeah, that that Roadmaster name, and, and that's also a name that's pretty significant when it comes to luxury and class. Exactly. I mean, you know, even, even into... I see the, why you drive Caprices now. Exactly. You get it. <laughs> well, I was getting on that point. You know, 96 was the last year for... For it, uh, for both those cars actually, and um, if you look, especially the wagon because they're so similar, the Caprice set next to the Roadmaster. The Roadmaster has so many more amenities to it and is a way nicer car. And, and Roadmaster has always been that way since back in the thirties. Well, yeah, they're nice. They're they're gorgeous cars. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Actually, the first Roadmaster came out in the 40s, by the way. Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Sorry, but yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Chevrolet Corvette. That's a good... There again, I don't know no different. I don't think... You, I can't imagine it being called anything No, else. I mean, that's, it is the Corvette. I mean, it's the Corvette. I mean, the Dodge Magnum. And they called a station wagon the Magnum. You know what? And that was a cool name, and it was a good-looking car. That that car is a... And I'm not a Dodge guy. That car is just an awesome car all the way around. Right, now, Magnum. I think about Dirty Harry. Yeah, know, like I mean, it. like, you Magnum pull out this B. big old Magnum out of the side of your pocket, you know, this 44 Magnum. No, you pick up the kids with this. Yeah. Or haul a cello in it. Or prevent having kids with it. Yeah. I promise you, if you drive one, it shouldn't be that big a problem. I think that's what they were getting at. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Here's another one. The Dodge Rampage. And that's come, a cool name. But until you come you roll out up and what you a front-wheel drive pickup truck. Yeah. Cool name. Cool name. I think you go on a rampage when you find out what you just bought, though. Yeah, really. Uh, a Volkswagen Rapid. Although it's got it's got add, add more towing capacity than a lot of small pickup trucks. Oh, it's got more is, towing capacity than the new Honda Ridgeline yeah, pickup truck. Yeah, which is even crazier. It's a manlier truck. <laughs> the Dodge Viper. Very cool name. Very, very cool, name. cool name. And very good marketing behind it. I tell you, another very really good logo. Good and this cars get such a bad rap. The Mitsubishi Eclipse was cool, but nothing on the Eagle Talon. Agreed. That was a cool name right there. Great name. Eagle Talon. Ready to strike, uh, baby. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like, that was a cool. And I really wasn't big on the whole Eagle brand of cars, but the Talon was cool. The Talon is awesome. That was definitely a killer name on it. I tell you what else kills me. These commercial breaks, man. We get to talking next thing you know, you got to stop again. Every time, man. I'm telling you, are killing me. Guys, we got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour coming up. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? Now, you said you've got a curveball you're going to throw at me. I do. This is totally unrelated to anything we've been talking about in the show, but I read an article and it, it's about a month old now. But you read? That is crazy. Yeah, it is. I told you I was, shocking. Throw, I told you I was throwing you a curveball. So I read an article, um, and this is actually by Bloomberg, so it's a pretty reliable source, and that's that's what threw me off to begin with. Um, Ford's not financially doing that well. Go figure. Hmm. Um, having the best-selling truck for years running and J.D. Power this and that, you would think they're doing all right. Ford's not doing that well, though, and they have plans to cut. <clears throat> well, Chevrolet's the J.D. Power guy. Yeah, that's true. Um by 2022, they're wanting to cut back and save 25.5 billion with a B billion dollars. Now it's interesting how they plan to do this, and just point blank, I'll get right down to it. Ford said they will not invest in any new generations of sedans for the North American market, eventually reducing its car lineup to the Mustang and the all-new Focus um, Active crossover coming out next year by 2020 almost 90 percent of its portfolio in the region will be pickups suvs and commercial vehicles only i've actually heard this um so what what that is saying is pretty much well they're sticking to what sales 
you're going to be able to buy a commercial vehicle from Ford. You're going to be able to buy a Mustang from Ford and a Focus from Ford. And they have gone on first. Ford utilities. Now they're still making Ford yeah, utilities. So they're basically they're the selling only car. The only cars available will be the Focus and the Mustang. Right. Which um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Which pulls them out of the police game because that ends your Taurus. Um, but they will still either have, that or they'll come out with an Explorer. Well, they have the Explorer, and I think the Explorer will stay in the lineup. Seeing you know, being it is a police package yeah. Explorer or something like um, that. But very interestingly enough, a Ford, in which Dodge has really clipped their wings with the Charger. Oh yeah, well yeah, and, and, well the, Ford clipped their own wings by getting rid of the Crown Vic because there was no other police car for years. Crown Vics ran the street, and then they said, "Hey, our best-selling car ever. Let's get rid of it." Uh, well, Mustang's going to be close, but... Uh, I'm going to say best-selling. I said popular with the commercial crowd, with the, with the police, fire departments, things of that nature. Yeah. Um, Ford, uh, Ford actually, they made a statement. Um, um, I'm trying to think of who the guy's name is, the, uh, is their spokesperson. But anyhow, his name is Mr. Shanks. Um, he said that everything is actually on the table to fix Ford. And that's a direct quote. He, he said that we can make different investments. Uh, we can partner. We can exit production, uh, exit markets. And he said, and we will be doing that. So they're even in the radical idea to save Ford as a company to look into producing other things other than cars and also even getting out of the car game in general. Um, and th- and that's a reality that they are looking at. I'm not saying that's happening, but it, it seems that it's definitely going to happen that they are going to reduce their lineup in a very, very major way. Well, I mean, they're not – it sounds far-fetched when you say it like that, but they're, they're steering – look at General Motors. They're steering the same way. Yeah. I mean, they're getting away from – compact cars are always going to sell. Well, because economy. All right, so SUVs are hot because everybody wants families. Right, you know, the family stuff. And Nobody truck. wants a van, and then you have trucks. So basically, I mean, and and, I, and other than, and I mean, look at Dodge. They have the Challenger, the Charger, and then it's SUVs and trucks. Yeah, I mean, Dodge so has done it. It's really no different from anybody well, else. You know, well, they have the Dart, and uh, which is their compact. Yeah, and. Heck, I think that's it, isn't it? Really? I don't know. what. Well, no, they still got the Avenger and the Caliber and all that, don't they? No, I don't think they make those anymore. I don't even know what's in the Dodge lineup. I don't think there's a minivan anymore. No, well, it's the, uh, it's kind of like the uh, crossover thing. Yeah, it's crossover. It's SUV now. Right. But, yeah, I mean, think, you know, look at, I mean, who wants a four-door sedan anymore? And how many options do we really need for one? Well, you got to think about the demographic that bought these cars. Those guys are dying off. Yeah. No one buys a four door I mean, sedan anymore. Everybody's grandma, you know, it was like, like a Cadillacs. Same idea. Now they're sporty little subcompacts or SUVs. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. The market's just totally shifting, and and look at you know Ford even look right, at Buick. Yeah. Absolutely. A prime example. Exactly. Prime because the Buick is a standalone company. That's a prime example. Um. Well, it's under the umbrella of General Motors, but yeah, it's not a standalone company by any stretch. But you know, it's not. An affiliate to Chevy, if you will. I mean, I, I'm loosely saying that. It's kind of like saying Ram is not part of Dodge. Well, yeah, yeah it kind of is. No, Ram is Dodge. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Buick is General Motors. It Just is. Like General Motors. But, but they are their not. separate entities, and they, they do stand on their own two feet. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they're a prime example of that. And I don't know, man. I, I, I think I think the whole 
the whole market of what people are buying, what people are wanting is totally changing. And Ford's been, you know, well, all automakers for a long time has had like 30 cars in their lineup. And now you just, well, we got maybe 10 in most of them now. And, well, and, and some of them less than that. And I think it's just, how many production lines do you need running at once? Well, I mean, do you really need that many different I mean, you know, the, There's a thing. the demographics change, <clears throat> and, and basically they're sticking to what sells. There's a thing I learned, because I have, I have a screen printing background, printing t-shirts and doing that, and there's a thing I learned a long time ago is you don't give too many options. And what I'm saying is if you look at a t-shirt color catalog when you're having shirts printed, there's hundreds of different shirts colors, literally hundreds. Well, you never give the customer that many options because they'll never decide and end up not even ordering. And you you guide them along. You give them suggestions of, hey, this is what sells well. This is what people like. This is what does well. Give them five colors, and they'll pick one pretty quickly. And I think automakers are seeing that. You go to a car lot, and there's 30 different, you know, models sitting out there. You won't know what to pick. Very true. And so if you narrow it down and kind of, you know, um, be a shepherd and lead the flock a little bit, if you will, you kind of like, hey, you either need a truck or you need an SUV or you need a compact car or are you having a midlife crisis and need a sports car? That's what you need in life. Well, and another thing, too, now keep in mind is these crossovers and SUVs and things like that, they're offering more of those than they ever did before. you got to think about it. They had four-door sedans and all these cars and less SUVs. Now they have less four-door cars and more selections of SUVs and crossovers and things of that nature. Well, the human needs, I think, have even shifted, too. I mean, sports have become bigger than it's ever been. There's so many travel ball leagues. There's so many you know after-school things, school leagues, you know, church leagues and all this. So you need someone to, somewhere to carry your stuff, but you also need an SUV or a bigger car because you got this family. Well, you know, some cars, you know, golf clubs and a baseball bat won't fit in the trunk that well. But they'll mm-hmm. fit in the back of your SUV very well. Right. And you can still seat nine. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I think our needs as, you know, as consumers has totally changed. And now automakers are Dodge seen it, you know, Buick seen it, Chevy started to see it. And I, and I think this is just Ford's catching on. In Ford, I mean, like I said, this has been coming gradually along. You know what I mean? And that's the thing with, I mean, they're basically, they're not going to build something that doesn't sell well. Exactly. And I don't blame them. No, I, I don't either. I mean, if you're, you know, I don't know what expected sales on a on a yearly model is. But but there's so much more to it, too, than just the selling of the car. you got to think about it. Every time they produce a car, they have to produce parts for that car for 10 years. Yeah. So that's just more stock. They have more inventory, more parts catalogs. There's so much more involved. And, and, and it's bad enough when not only do you have to do that, but you're shifting uh, model types in that. So you're going to go into new body styles. Now you have that many more parts you're having to hold on the exactly. shelf. Exactly. And, and pretty soon your shelves are going to run out. And, and, you know, places to store all these parts and do all this, it, it's going to run out. Well, another thing too. Also, the more cars you got, the bigger the dealerships have to be. Yeah, it's just a it's a chain reaction. You know, and okay, look at what it takes to actually build a car. And, and thankfully, we're, we're sitting here in the Upstate, and we get to kind of see this firsthand with BMW in our back door, but or backyard. But you know, you got probably ten companies, if not even more, 
that support BMW around here. They supply parts, exactly. They supply parts. And well, you have way more companies than that. Yeah, that's just that's here. what that's what I can collectively think of in my mind. Yeah, that's just right here in the immediate area. Yeah, um, in in the upstate area, if you will. And and yeah, you're right. There's plenty more because the engines don't even come from the upstate. Well, and that's it, another thing too. I mean, that's more labor. It's more. I mean, there's so many things it involves, and and, and they're trimming the fat, and, and and really don't blame them a bit. I, no. mean, I, I think it's a smart move. I really do. I, I think I think in in terms of saving the company and everything like that. Yeah, I think I think they're dead on. Yeah, I think they're dead on. And I'll be honest, I think that new Bronco is going to be a game changer with the SUV market. Absolutely, I tell you what, it's a game changer. This commercial break. They get us every time, guys. Stay tuned. We've got more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 1063 WOR. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? You know, 4th of July was mm. this week. It was. And I'm feeling patriotic. <laughs> and I don't want to tell you something. This is going downhill. We need to have a Craigslist challenge for the most America car. Patriotic, red, white, and blue. I know you got C four vet. There's you no, don't know that. There's no way five thousand dollar limit. There's no way and it has to run and drive. Well, I got you. What'd you find? You go first. No, you go first. It's your turn. That's the rule. It's always my turn to go first. Come on. Exactly. All right. <clears throat> you ready for this? I'm ready. I swapped to the blue oval for this one. Oh Lord. How about a 2003? Can you guess this? Crown Vic. Mercury Marauder. Really? Really. Sitting in Shelby, North Carolina for $4,800. And she's clean, baby. It looks like a nice one. Under the hood's clean. The car is very, very yours nice. Is, yours is cleaner than mine. A little high on the mile. A little high on the mile. 178000 That's this first. Still high doable. For a yeah, but still. Four four six, uh, yeah, that's a little high, but you got good bones, and it, you you got some mileage. If if it's been any but took care of, what it looks like it has, you got some meat on the bones there, um, and cold AC. Which you know the Marauders are this, really cool cars, and they kind of got they didn't get the respect they deserved. The Impala was lingering and still shattered, and it overshadowed, overshadowed it. Yeah. A little um, bit, even though the Impala was out in 96 and these came out after. Yeah. Um, here's the problem with that. The Impala was very new at the time, and it did. It overshadowed it. However, <clears throat> Lord forgive me, the Marauder is a better and faster car. It is a better and faster car, and Marauder is a good-looking car. You know, of course, it, it had the automator gauges in the dash, and it was a four-cam engine in it. I love the black leather embossed seats in it. I mean, they were the embossed back car. bumper. Yeah, they're just a cool car in general. Pretty America. Yeah, it is pretty America. I, I mean, mean, and the Marauder, and it's a four-door rear-wheel drive sedan. I mean, it's America. Yeah, it's pretty America. I mean, it is. I mean, it's it's kind of like Grandma's car with attitude. Uh, well, I mean, it, it, it's, it's almost like the Grand National and a Buick Regal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a Grand Marquis and the Marauder. Exactly. I mean, it's it's a pretty pretty nasty. And they got a cool throwback with the name too, with the Mercury Marauder. Exactly. And 
I don't know. I just I think it's pre-America car. I mean, it's probably not uh you know the standard person's go-to, but it's one of Ford's last big-bodied muscle cars too, and it competed with the Impala SS, which was GM's last one. Yeah, well, well, really, I'll be honest with you, they didn't have a whole lot of competition when they came out with that car, because like I said, the Impalas went out in 96, these cars came out in 03. Yeah, yeah, that's a first-year Marauder there, So, yeah. I, and you're right, I mean, there was, there was, they said, you know what, let's just do it better, exactly. and then they did. In a lot of ways, they did, I mean, it was it's a sharp car, it really is, I mean, it, it just shows you that you can make anything cool with the black styling, paint. The styling, the styling is Monochrome even, makes anything cool. Exactly, the styling is even up to par with the Impala SS. I think it's a little more stylish than Power SS. The black on black. I really hate admitting that, but <laughs> you know the wheels on it were nice. The, oh, yeah. the wheels on it were great. You know the the little touches, which they did it with the Impala, but you know the Impala SS had the black script. You know that was in our raised on the, on the raised on the quarters. It was a stuck on emblem. Ford said, "You know what." Let's emboss it in the bumper. Well, they, they actually made a, a special bumper for this car. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, little... Dual exhaust out the back. I mean, it was a sharp car. Little details like that that they put into that car just really, really made it, and I think it's a nice piece of America. It is America. Yeah. So. You ready? Let's hear about this C4 vet. <laughs> All the way. <laughs> Here we go. In Seneca, South Carolina. <laughs> it's probably yours already. Is a 1990 <laughs> Patriot Blue. <laughs> I couldn't work that any better. C4 Corvette, <laughs> but it gets better. <laughs> TPI Automatic Corvette. Right. But it has red leather seats in it. Please, God. And it's only $4,000. So I can take that extra grand and put white racing straps on it. And I'll be honest with you. If it was any more America... I think you just trumped my America on that one. If if this car was any more America, Captain America would be driving it. I, I think he already is. I think Captain America was the previous owner. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I know they put those red seats in it because probably the blue ones were just ragged out Can so I, bad. Do you have a picture of this? I got it pulled up here on my phone. But I seen this car and I seen those seats and I'm like... This oh, say can you? See? I mean, just like literally. It's I put, what we're here for, right I mean, here. I'm this, telling you. This, I mean, this is what we live our life. Like to the achieve. Star Spangled Banner started playing. Eagles started flying. <laughs> Eagles started playing. Yeah, really. I mean, you know, Ronnie Van Zant was just like jamming out. I'm pretty sure there's a hot apple pie in the glove box of that thing. I'm pretty sure it's got an apple pie dispenser in that bad boy. <laughs> I'm just it might be an apple a- apple pie. Pine tree air freshener hanging in it, but you know what I mean. That's we're gonna lie. It's pretty America. That's America, and it's America's sports car. I mean, it's just checking all these boxes. Is is there a leather jacket by chance in the back with fringe? I don't know if there's one with fringe, but I bet you there's a red, white, and blue one somewhere. (laughs) I mean, that's I mean that's that's That's, America. That's pretty America. I mean, that that thing right there. Yeah. I think you just wanted to scream America. I was like being subtle about it. I was yeah, like, hey, this, this is America. This right here is like, no question. Yeah, like, hey, just, hey, there it is. America. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, people salute you when you drive by this bad boy. <laughs> so why the C4 vet again? Well, quite honestly, I'd rather it's the perfect car. <laughs> and, the, and you can't argue that. There's no question the C4 Corvette can't do anything. It can do everything in the world. 
haul a 4x8 sheet of plywood. One skill saw, it can haul two 4x8 sheets of plywood. Yeah, but then it's not 4x8 anymore. It was. <laughs> if you put it back together, it is. I, I don't think that's the point, though. No, you just said haul a 4x8 sheet of plywood. I solved the problem. Don't <laughs> quit trying to trump it, okay? I'm just, I have to flash back to the, to the Roadmaster wagon being the perfect car. No. And I say Roadmaster because it's a space better than the Caprice. I, th- I think it's just a perfect car. Give a sex appeal. Rutledge Wood agrees with me. And you see what he's hitting on here lately? Oh, he's got some cool stuff. Ish. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I quit following Rutledge Wood on Instagram because it was depressing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, my Instagram posts look better than his. So, I quit following him. <laughs> Sorry, Rutledge. I still like you. Still follow you. He's posting pictures of a wrapped Toyota truck. Yeah. What Face palm. I happen to know the guy's a wrapped. It's pretty cool. Yeah, the wrap's fine. <laughs> you know. But, you know, we saw that truck at, you know, I'm a golf topic a little bit because who cares. Um, we saw that truck at SEMA 2016 when it was done in a lemon sting, uh, the yellow color. And, you know, I've <laughs> been wrapping cars for years. I walked right past that truck, looked at it, appreciated it, and just passed it off as he had it painted. Hmm. Didn't even think about it. Didn't. He, I knew the color, but BMW has a color that's very, very close. So I'm like, just, eh, well, you know, they paint that BMW color is bad. You know, it's awesome. Love it. Nope. <laughs> it's a sticker. Then I seen the multicolors the truck actually is when they pulled the wrap off. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. You stumped the wrap guy. But the C4 Vet is the perfect car. And I'll be honest with you, if anybody has any dispute with that, Shoot us an email on the Facebook page. Yeah, what is the perfect car? Shoot us a message. It is, I mean, and, and I mean, if you think the C4 Corvette's the perfect car, comment and tell us about it. Absolutely. I think that, that I mean, I mean, I really do. And I don't think I'm the only one that thinks the C4 Vet's the perfect car because, obviously, they sold well. Yeah, I mean, they do. They they did a great job except for the 83. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, that one wasn't a real fast mover. <laughs> that one was kind of a flop. But, <laughs> no, um, they are a great car. And, and I think. See, you're coming around. I, I think you won the uh, America thing. I, I think he won the America Craigslist Challenge for this one. I'm not yeah, going to lie. I think we should just start a game. How many times Rob can win the Craigslist Challenge with a C4 Corvette at everything? This one I'll have to hand it to you, but not so much. Guys, thank you for joining us. I hope you had a great 4th of July, and I hope you're back around next week. All right, guys. Thanks for playing along. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.